Hey there, my name is Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly vlog where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to share some reflections on the impact of Jerry Bridges on my life. In 2016, Jerry Bridges passed away from heart failure. His writings, perhaps more than anyone, have made a deep impact on my life. And I share them with you in the hopes that maybe you'll add one of them to your summer reading list. I first read Jerry Bridges' oldest and most famous book, The Pursuit of Holiness, as a new believer in university. It was a book that awakened me to the full force of what the Bible taught about sin and seeking holiness. He dealt with the typical sins as well as plenty of what he called respectable sins and showed me how sin not only fuels our rebellion, but mars our attempts at goodness. He wrote things like, even our tears of repentance need to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. And he said, be holy for I am holy, commands God. But holiness is something that is often missed in the Christian's daily life. The pursuit of holiness was hard to read at times. It was deeply convicting. And so when Bridges released Transforming Grace, living confidently in God's unfailing love, many people wondered how it could have been written by the same person. The former book wasn't afraid to talk about biblical categories like working out your salvation and striving for holiness. But the latter book was captivated with all that God had done in providing grace for us. The problem was that both books were wonderful, but most people didn't know how they fit together. That tension resulted in a book that's one of my favorites. It's called The Discipline of Grace, God's Role and Our Role in the Pursuit of Holiness. Here, Bridges combined a thorough treatment of sin and our responsibility for holiness with a profound treatment of grace and God's provision for us in Christ. In the discipline of grace, Bridges helped me to see how the gospel changes my day-to-day -day battle with temptation and taught me to preach the gospel to myself every day. He wrote this, It is only the joy of hearing the gospel and being reminded that our sins are forgiven in Christ that will keep the demands of discipleship from becoming drudgery. It is only gratitude and love to God that comes from knowing that he no longer counts our sins against us that provides a proper motive for responding to the claims of discipleship. He also wrote this, Our worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace, and your best days are never so good that you're beyond the need of God's grace. Spurred on by these amazing books, I learned to trust God and experience the amazing comfort of knowing that He is truly in control. And that happened through his book, Trusting God Even When Life Hurts. It helped me to understand prayer, God's rule in this world, and the often inexplicable trials and circumstances that we often find ourselves in. He wrote this, Trust is not a passive state of mind. It is a vigorous act of the soul by which we choose to lay hold on the promises of God and cling to them despite the adversity that at times seeks to overwhelm us. He also said, God's plan and his ways of working out his plan are frequently beyond our ability to fathom and understand. We must learn to trust when we don't understand. Finally, I came across another of his books, The Joy of Fearing God, and learned the power of deep reverence and awe towards God. It rescued me both from both an impersonal pursuit of the Bible and its principles 
and a sloppy view of a buddy God who may be near but doesn't inspire wonder or holiness. He wrote this, Had sin never entered the world, it still would be fitting for us to fear God, to bow in reverential awe before him. We would gladly join the seraphs in calling out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. But sin did enter the world. And because of his holiness, God now reveals himself as the hater of sin and the just punisher of sinners. But he also reveals himself in the person of his son as a merciful and gracious savior. Our awe of his holiness can be joined with amazement at his love. I miss Jerry Bridges because I wanted him to continue writing more great books, but I commend him to you and thank God for him. If you've never read him, maybe you might start by Googling his article entitled Four Essentials for Finishing Well. With a 60-year ministry with the Navigators marked by godliness and a deep impact on people around the world, it was a topic he was better equipped than most to write on. That's all for this time. Today's video has helped you get out of neutral. Share it with your friends and subscribe to join us on the journey.